Hello and welcome to the Quietly Visible podcast. I'm your host, Carol Stewart, founder of The Bounding Solutions and author of Quietly Visible, leading of influence and impact as an introverted woman. And this is the podcast for introverted women who want to thrive as leaders and in life. Now, today my guest is Bahar Taskin Osterk, um, and she's not an introverted woman, but she stepped into a senior leadership position at a very early age, and she didn't feel comfortable and confident. Um, and during that time, she had uh, trouble with her supervisor as he emphasised that she was in that position with his support and that she wouldn't be able to survive without him. Um, and she's going to share her experience. We're going to talk about that and talk about what else she's doing. And, and hopefully you'll be inspired and encouraged by her. She's a passionate lifetime student, a strategic and creative thinker and result-oriented leader. And she's got senior leadership experience in con consumer goods and technology. And she's held positions across marketing, sales and country management. And she leads multifunctional and geographically diverse teams in emerging markets. So hello, Bahar, and welcome. Hi, Carol. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it for the great opportunity. It's great to have you here. So um, before we delve into the conversation, please tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Sure. And first of all, thank you for the great introduction. Uh, as you said, I do not define myself as an introvert woman, but I really overcome lots of challenges during my career. And I get uh, support from other women, and I'm really passionate about supporting women. Uh, and I had experience in international company. Uh, I um, I step up, uh, I step into the leadership, senior leadership position in my early ages. I was um, in sales director position, marketing director, and country manager. And now I'm part of the technology startup specializing on performance management and OKR. And uh, I have a, a big purpose here to create a work culture that makes everyone matter. So I'm really satisfied what I'm doing today. And um, today, actually, I, I feel that I'm surrounded with so many strong HR leaders in, in many uh, diverse uh, and different companies. So that's why I, I feel that it is really right time to start something for the empowerment of the women. Uh, that's why I want to be here and share my own story and uh, what we can um, do for the other women. Uh, that That's something that I really want to share today. Great. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, so you you started out in a senior leadership position at an early age, so and you didn't feel comfortable and confident. So what was that like? Yeah, uh, I started my career in marketing department, and uh, when I was product manager, uh, our country was also responsible for the Middle East countries, and they were looking for a volunteer for getting that responsibility. I'm saying volunteer because at the beginning there's no promotion or other stuff, just. Uh, getting that responsibility and I'm I'm actually a hardworking person and I'm really looking for the opportunities to grow myself and of course I was the volunteer and then uh, when I took over uh, the Middle East countries as well uh, the results was getting better 
And then uh, the region, uh, and there's a decision to manage that region as a separate entity. And um, there, uh, there was a country manager position that they need to find someone. Uh, my supervisor was my also one of my supervisor was one uh, my sponsor and uh, I was a country manager of the uh, MENA region when I was 27 and it was like three steps ahead for me maybe and then uh, when I started that position I have two countries and then I started operation other two countries and the result was great we were the biggest contributor for MENA region so until now Oh, the story is so good. It's a success story. But actually, uh, everyone just looked at me and talking about me and asking why Bahar. Uh, it was not something come to uh, come to me directly, but it's a kind of the gossip around. And I really felt uh, I'm confident because of them. And then my supervisor also acting like um, she, um, he was a good person and um, he wants to protect me but it looks like that i need his protection i'm fully dependent to him so actually i also i was questioning myself if i really deserve that position if uh, i am really successful enough you know i also have some doubt about myself about my success and it was not easy to manage because I'm getting a good result, but at the same time, I do not feel confident. I feel insecure and I don't want to be dependent to someone. Um, so at that time, I get a support uh, from very important uh, women. Actually, my company uh, really care of the development of the employee. I was so lucky and I met so many important uh, women leaders. And uh, I, I I was lucky also because I get their, uh, let's say, trust and uh, I had a, um, let's say, the relation, mentorship relationship between them. And one of them, for example, Gabriele Ivy, uh, she was the vice president uh, of global talent management. And it was not official, by the way, it's just unofficial uh, mentorship that uh, started between us. And uh, I, um, I, um, I get the support from her and she teach me how to express myself in a confident way and you know she also helped me to find other mentor and another person is uh i was also uh i spent like a week uh, with her she was um she's one of the best uh, executive coach uh, around the world uh she's Bron hoffman and then she told me that, Bahar, uh, you need a sponsor. Everyone needs a sponsor. It's not something I favor to you. You deserve that position because you offer that position because of you, because of your great job and because of your potential. And it doesn't mean that you depend on someone or the protection. So you, you she, I mean, she, she just uh, told me that not... I care a lot about what other people say about you. And it was really important for me to hear this from a person like her. And another person, Asha Gupta, is one of the best inspiring leaders in my life. And she also told me that, uh, Bahar, don't listen to other people. Don't uh, be part of the, uh, the corporate game. Just work hard and walk confidently. So mm -hmm. these three people, these three women in my life really... Um, have to say touch my heart and also help me to uh, get my confidence again 
And then uh, I really uh, walk uh, confidently and I moved to another position and I did again a good result. So it's also proof for myself that it's about me. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's a, I think it's a good story. Yeah. I get so, so in what women. way uh, so if we sort of like break this down so that the other women can sort of learn from your experience and benefit in, in what what sort of things did the men when you had the mentors did they do with you that enabled you to sort of develop yourself yes exactly they really understand who I am and what kind of challenges that I need to overcome and they share their own story. They really uh, show me what happened and uh, if it's something normal, if it's something that I uh, make it much better. And they really showed me how I develop myself. So I really get a good and important support from them. It's really important for my life. Um, and what sort of changes did you make as a result of that mentoring relationship in terms of how you then went on develop the confidence what sort of changes did you make yeah uh it's a really good question actually they share their story but at the same time they offer me some and i mean they suggest me some uh books article ted talks and also share me with me the other stories and all the things that i read and learn and i understand how to deal with and first um i actually uh didn't care a lot what other people say about me uh, because this is something really stop you so I understand that I don't be part of this I don't let them make me down so the first thing that I learned uh, it's not easy by the way it's not just one day thing I just practice it and sometimes if I fail it and then I uh, reach them again and share my experience and we work again and talk about how uh, we will overcome again if it happened. So these kind of practice and learning um, help me to get my confidence. And the other thing is that I'm also thinking that if you have a problem, uh, you need to uh, take an action, not think a lot. If you think it a lot, sometimes you also make yourself down. So instead of doing that, I just uh, started to do something to change it and um, doing let's say the practicing uh, it I think helped me to overcome this yeah and so what do you think would have happened if you hadn't had those mentors oh yeah uh, actually if they don't uh, if they didn't uh, I don't know I, I don't know how to overcome this it's a really hard question because uh -huh. I don't get their support and uh, most probably I, I just listen a lot to the other people, what they told me. And then most probably I, it, take, it took uh, much more longer to mm. overcome this. At the end, maybe I would do it again. But it took, uh, let's say, uh, I, I, I would have much more pain. And mm -hmm. I <laughs> spent lots of time to overcome this. With their support, I um, made it easily in a short the yeah and and that's the thing um having support by way of mentors coaches sponsors can help you get to where you want to get to a lot quicker than if you wanted to do it on your own um because exactly you know, 
often often when we're our own worst enemy and we get in the way of ourselves with our thinking and our beliefs about ourselves and what it is that we need to do and our fears and our doubts and and so have, having that, that support can enable us to achieve what we want to achieve so much more quicker and so yeah, so yeah, so that exactly. you've, you've talked you've talked about your experience with the mentors what about the sponsors because some, sometimes I, I find that um many women don't really understand what a sponsor is and what that means to have a sponsor so if you could just talk a bit about your experience of having a sponsor yeah so uh first i lately understand that everyone needs a sponsor uh first people think that maybe getting a sponsor is something like um uh as a gift maybe it was my thought at the beginning i'm so lucky to have a sponsor but maybe it's not about uh, having much luck it's about uh you your potential and it's a way to move up your career. Everyone needs a sponsor because you are doing good, but someone needs to uh, speak uh, on behalf of you. You cannot promote yourself. So that's why your supervisor, one of your supervisors, uh, most probably should be your uh, sponsor. And sometimes mentor also become naturally your sponsor. Uh, for me, uh, while uh, creating a relationship between a mentor, you shouldn't have that kind of agenda and you shouldn't accept them to be your sponsor. Naturally, sometimes uh, they will be your sponsor. But um, this is something that everyone needs. And it's also something that in a leadership position, uh, people need to um, take care of this. Because if you are, uh, let's say, developing the people uh, in a junior level, you are also doing something really good for you and also for the company. So it's sponsorship thing, I think, something really important for the development of the companies and development of the young talent. Mm, yeah, and that's important. And, and it's important as well for people to, to realise sure. that even if when you have a sponsor, they, they will open up the door to opportunities, but you still have to walk through. And when I say you still have to walk through, you still have to... Um, do what is required. Still have to do the work on you, on on putting yourself out there. But they will just make it that bit easier because they will champion you, let you know about opportunities, yeah. let other people know about you, that sort of thing as well. So, so just yeah. so just so just so it's, we might tell us again. How old were you when you took on your first senior leadership role? Um. I was, I think, 24, mm -hmm. something, that I became the manager. But my first the senior leadership position is the being a country manager, and I was 27. 27. And and how and how was that? And, and, and if you just let people know where you're, where you're based as well. Uh, I'm, I'm from Turkey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so how, how, was, how was that sort of uh, 27 years old, sort of having such a... A, a big role, such a, a wide uh, area, because covering such a wide area, covering different regions, um, that's quite a big responsibility. And um, how how did you sort of adapt to that role? Uh, actually, I became the country manager in an international company, so it's not only about my uh, let's say the base. 
it's also something uh, related to other, uh, let's say, the uh, societies and the countries. And it's that 27 is too young for these uh, position. And 27 uh, for the business life, um, you know, your your uh, colleague is like 50 years old or something, and you're 27. So you do not have enough experience to compete with them in terms of not the business, but in terms of the, how to say the managing the other. Uh, in my daily life, it's not a real problem for doing my business, but um let's say the the meeting the um i don't know the relationship between the other people in 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 the same level that's not uh, so easy and then i also realized that Venezuela is really young and i will i'm still young but that time uh, i was really young and you know i try to change sometimes my outlook i uh, i mean how i um my dress i want to make it more how to say uh, the business style so uh, I it was like a game at the beginning, how do I act uh, while I'm a country manager? So it is uh, something not easy. I think today, even, uh, I mean, not maybe it, uh, it was just, I don't know, uh, like maybe eight years or something, but still, I think today it's much different. I mean, young people, maybe because of the startup, uh, get the senior leadership position and they don't need to be in a in a one single shape you can be yourself and just uh, acting as you are and it's much easier but that time because of my young age and because of my colleagues uh, age and experience it was not easy to manage especially for at the beginning and that's something that I've experienced with clients who've been sort of promoted to senior roles at a young age is the um having to sort of lead people being leaders of people who have more have got more years experience than them more mature than them um and i remember one particular client in particular found it challenging um managing there were a couple of people who were older than her um and the culture that she was from was had a culture very much respecting your elders um, and she found that particularly challenging because to uh, there were certain, certain, certain things that needed addressing with them. But because of that cultural aspect, mm-hmm. she found it challenging. Um, but, you know, she eventually, through the coaching, was able to sort of develop that confidence to deal with the issues um and put aside not putting aside her culture but recognizing well she's she was the leader um and rather than sort of focusing on the individuals focusing on their behaviors and that made it much more easier for her to address the particular challenge mm-hmm. yeah. yeah um and-, and yeah so that that is can be challenging for somebody who is young having to then lead people who've got much more experience or when I say much more experience I mean in terms of years yeah um, just because somebody's got years of experience doesn't mean to say that they are um good at what they do it doesn't mean to say that they are innovative in what they do mm-hmm. it just means that they've got years years experience and um, and you know what you when you talked about your supervisor um who sort of made you feel that you were there because of him or you wouldn't be able to survive without him 
Um, and tell us a little bit more about that. Okay, sure. Um, he was my sponsor, so I felt that I owe him because, you know, he was just supporting me and she she was, I mean, really a good person to uh, to put me, maybe help me to be in that position. But after a while, I just felt that I'm so dependent and I, I mean, I just uh, felt that I need his protection. Without him, I could not, as you said, survive. Uh, so it's not something, um, it, sh it shouldn't be true. Otherwise, it's not about my success, it's not about my potential. That's why actually I really questioning uh, myself if I really deserve this. If I deserve this, why I'm dependent to him, why I need his protection, because I do not understand how it happened. And then uh, that's why I need that mentorship to understand that it is, uh, I do not, I didn't owe him anything. But um, maybe um, he was a good person, but maybe expressing himself is something not true. Uh, so um, that's why I also saying, I was saying that uh, having a sponsor is something normal. Uh, it's something necessary. It is, um, if you have a big potential or if you are doing your job good, then uh, you need this to move up because people need to see you and in the company. Um, and you cannot uh, only by yourself uh, showing what you are doing. You need someone else to express you. And that's why um, during that time, I felt really um, sorry and doubt about myself. I felt insecure and it was not easy to manage. So, um, but actually now, I uh, after that years and experience, I really uh, feel that I would not... Uh, happen to me again because you know you understand how people manipulate you uh, how people let's say um, uh, down you in terms of your confidence so uh, it's also touched me, uh, touched me a lot but uh, it was not really easy to manage because you don't feel secure so how you can uh, how you can do your best while you don't have the confidence even you have a good result by the way you are doing well, but you don't feel it. So uh, that that's why it was really yeah. And and I think it's important to recognise that that is going on because um, that when you're in that position where somebody is having that, and I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say control, but maybe sort of that dominating over how you know make making you feel that well you're there because of them or that you need them to survive, having that sort of, having that over you, it it can be, that can affect how you see yourself, it can affect your belief in yourself. And as you say, mm -hmm. it can uh, leave you feeling insecure, but well, but thankfully you, you found those mentors um, and that was the thing that helped you to, to recognize that, Yes, you were confident. You can can do this, and so one of the things that you're doing now is that you um you started something in your organisation to um mentor women and particularly with those in their early careers. So how did that come about? Yeah, uh, now I am part of the startup, and we are actually uh, providing technology for the companies, but it is. Uh, let's say the managed by the HR managers. So I'm just 
in the middle of the ecosystem uh, and I'm uh, surrounded with really strong uh, HR leaders and I always have a purpose uh, to help the women because I believe in that if you do something by yourself uh, it will just like cascading uh, to uh, other people so this is really important so that's why I think that I should uh, decide to do something and I also get the support from the HR leaders around me but I, at the beginning I just think about just my organization and myself and then I said to myself, why well, I'm dreaming small? Because I believe in if you dream big, achieve big. So instead of doing by myself and just for my organization, I decided to uh, reach these uh, HR leaders. And also there are so many associations, uh, some, I don't know, uh, female uh, group and so many uh, communities are also doing something about the women. Uh, so I think that... I can do something, but my point is that I wanna, uh, let's say, um, just to create an awareness because we all face I think when you have a problem with someone else, some women in your organization, people just think that because they are jealous, because she's beautiful, because she's in a higher position, you know, it's just something just. They are saying it for the human. If two men has a problem, you no one say that because he is handsome. That's why they are not, you know, uh, uh, working together. So mm -hmm. it's just for the human stuff. And I want to create an awareness. And uh, if uh, so many companies are doing something by themselves, um, sometimes in a very good purpose, sometimes for the marketing, let's say the purpose. But mm -hmm. everyone try to do something. I, I do not want to do something related to companies. I really want to create an awareness and everyone, is, I mean, starting from Turkey, maybe everyone just uh, see it, understand it, and also be part of it. So uh, after the awareness, we can also create some connection between the women and then we can share our stories. Uh, I, I don't know, we can answer their question, do something to inspire and help, but first awareness. So my idea, which I already share, uh, get some support. Uh, it is just the beginning, by the way, Carol. Maybe mm -hmm. I will. <laughs> uh, we will just talk again and share with you some results, but it's just at the beginning. And my dream is that, like, uh, we have, we all have the LinkedIn profile in the business life. And actually, my purpose is mostly about the business. And we have our name here. And I would like to add a title just next to our name, like Mahar Tashkin Öztürk and the movement name, which I think it's we today, uh, because we is you and me. We are together. We are us. And also women empowerment. So if you see the V uh, just next to my name, you understand that I'm supporting other women. And if you want to reach me, you can. And That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, I, it's just a dream now. Uh, uh -huh. There's nothing, but I'm really excited about it. And when I share with other women, they're also really happy and they want to do something about it. This is, this is also good to hear that people, women want to do something about it. So we just make it very clear and, uh, you know, uh, obvious that if you want to do something, because I, I feel it sometimes also jealous. Uh, sometimes I feel competitive. Uh, but when I have that negative emotion, if I let them to um, 
you know, the dictates uh, my relationship or affect me, then I, I wouldn't do what I want to do. But if I'm aware of it and just change my mind and do something right, then it's something good. But this is something that I really want to achieve with the other mm. women. And that awareness thing is so important, having that awareness, that self-awareness, being aware of ourselves, how we are, how we think, how we act, how we behave, what influences that, and as well as how we are and how we're perceived by other people as well. Self-awareness yeah. is something which is very, very important. Yeah. So your dream, you, know, you said you say it's a dream, but you know, a dream, it starts with taking those first steps, um, which is what you're yeah. doing. You're taking those steps yeah, exactly. to, make, to make it happen. <laughs> Yes, so I wish you every success with that. Yeah, I I, am happy about this, yes. Yeah, so before we wrap up, is there anything that you'd like to say, to add or to share about your your dream Uh, or anything? Yeah, it is a dream, but when I share it with anyone and all the women want to support it, this is something that really makes me happy and I feel that we can achieve this. And uh, I also remember that you did a survey uh, and you're asking that if introverts women change or the environment should change and the answer is environment. And environment also uh, include all of us. So if we just started from ourselves and change something, so I think we can do the big things. So I'm really happy to be here, uh, Carol. It's a nice chat. And I hope that with the support of you and other people, we can do much better. Yes, and we certainly can. And I have a saying that goes that uh, when a group of women come together to solve the problem, it's as if they can conquer the world. And I do firmly believe that, you know, when we collaborate, we can um, make big changes for ourselves and for others as well. So, yes, I will be following what you're doing. um, Yeah, great. (laughs) And seeing, yes, and if I can get involved in any way, I will. Thank okay. you so much, Carol. So thank, thank you, you for um, coming on the podcast. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Same for me. Thank you so much, Carol. It's my pleasure. So thank you for listening, people. And um, before you go, if people wanted to find out more from you, can they sort of follow you on LinkedIn? Please, yes. You can reach me uh, via LinkedIn. I really uh, appreciate if you do that, and I would like to do my best. Yeah, so I will, I'll, I'll share your LinkedIn profile in the, okay. the blurb that goes with the podcast. So listeners, do follow Baha and, and keep up to date with what she's doing. And as her movement grows, be part of the movement. <laughs> so thank you for listening, everybody. And if you're wanting to increase your confidence, influence and impact, then go to my website, aboundingsolutions.com. There is a, a free... Um, assessment on there that you can complete that will give you ideas about areas that you can focus on and so until the next time bye